Cinnabuds is brought to you by Associated Bank and Steinhoffel. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies talking about cinema in your face. This is Cinnabuds. I am 88.9's Justin Barney. I'm Milwaukee Films' Christopher Pollard. And this is Cinnabuds. Today we are talking about the movie Detective Pikachu. Welcome to Rhyme City. A celebration of the harmony between humans and Pokemon. Yeah! Oh. Okay, Polly, you want to run us down the plot of Detective Pikachu? I don't, Justin, and let me tell you why. I'm an adult man. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> there was also there was also a surprising amount of plot. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. It's confusing. There's a lot going on. Detective Pikachu is uh, what Happy Time Murders wishes it was. Remember that movie that we oh, hated yeah. so much? Oh yeah. So it's a world where Pokemon and humans live together. Uh, Pokemon and humans can't communicate verbally, yet they each other. seem to uh, live seem side to, by side. Live side by side seems to be no big problems. And uh, one day, a young man whose father is a detective uh, seems to have vanished or passed away or uh, in the line of duty who because he was a, a, a cop. And uh, he gets pulled into this mystery uh, about what happened to him via his dad's partner which was a pikachu and they can talk to each other they can understand each other which they are the only two human and pokemon that can talk to each other and um, surprising pikachu has amnesia so he can't really remember what happened before that yeah there is a lot going on in this movie there and so it's like him trying to figure out what happened to him him trying to figure out you know the bad guys in this universe and uh our young protagonist trying to figure out if his dad is still alive and uh, the relationship with his dad. Yeah. Ultimately, I think that this movie suffered from just having so much much going on. Yeah. This is not the first time that a movie based on a video game has just tried so hard to have so much (laughs) plot. Do you remember the movie Rampage? (laughs) No. No, and I had no That's idea. Good. That's pro- it's probably good. Probably good that you didn't see it. I do it. remember the video game Rampage. Exactly. Which does not deserve a film. Which does not deserve a film. And I remember going <laughs> to the movie being like, how are they going to make this into a movie? It's literally just Monsters Smash. Yeah. And Detective Pikachu is like, Pikachu is cute. And then in both movies, they just try to so cram pack it with yeah. plot that it really suffered. In this movie, there was two father-son storylines going on. You had to explain the world of Pokemon. You had to explain the villains, the good guys, their motives, the motives for um, the relationship between Pikachu and the main character, the relationship between uh, the bad guy and his son, the relationships between each other. And ultimately, there was just like... I left being kind of confused, yeah. which is not the way that you want to leave a movie. A relationship I'd like to discuss is the relationship between me and everyone else in the theater I was in. Why? Why? They were huge Pokemon fans in the theater. Sure, yeah, yeah. And I, I actually, I'm, I'm, I'm this is tongue in cheek because I, I enjoyed it. It was actually really funny to listen to every time a new Pokemon came on the screen, oh, to yeah. hearing everyone go, "Hey!" <laughs> like there are people out there that. 
don't care. They're just happy that Pokemon totally. are up on the screen. Pokemons, is that the plural or is it just Pokemon? I think it's just Pokemon. Interesting. I'm learning stuff all the time. Well, one thing that I think that um, we can agree on, I think was great with this movie, yeah. is that Pikachu is so freaking cute. He's cute. He is too cute. He is the cutest. Like, if they, yeah. they did such a great job of making him look as cute as absolutely possible. And the thing I love, a formula that always works for me, is something adorable, but with a human voice, oh, with yeah. a little bit irreverence to it. Totally. So I, and I, I'm kind of embarrassed by this, but I really have learned to really love Ryan Reynolds. Yeah. And when I first I saw him, he was in this terrible show called Two Guys in a Pizza Place or something like that. Oh my It's a God. terrible, terrible sitcom. Terrible. And he, his cadence and his whole thing, I'm like, you're just doing a Jim Carrey yeah, cadence. Sure. Like, clearly that's your thing. It's kind of like when Christian Slater was clearly trying to be Jack Nicholson in the 80s. Yeah, yeah. But then it sort of evolved a bit enough to where I'm like, okay, that's you now. Yeah, Ryan Reynolds is clearly trying all the time. He is, but I get, but I now, I've seen him in interviews too, and I, you know I love the Deadpool movies. Yeah. Uh, but I, I enjoy his brand of humor, and I like, I think he's a good choice for this. Like, it made it more So what did you enjoyable. think about the movie in general? Whole thing? I actually overall really liked it. It took me about 20 to 30 minutes to kind of get involved in mm-hmm. it. Again, I'm not I'm not a Pokemon fan. I don't know much about it. I got the basics from friends that like here's how it works. Right. Um, but I enjoyed I enjoy movies where they build a world, where they have a whole mythology set up. And there was you're right, there was a lot to put in there, but I enjoyed some a lot of the details. Yeah. And then I did get into the the I enjoy wisecracking. So there's plenty of wisecracking and I enjoyed the look of it. I think that it was an incredibly fun world to be in. Yeah. You know, that Rhyme City is the city that they're in. And it was an extremely fun world. It was a universe that was immersive and that had a lot to it. And I felt like they had this beautiful architecture, all this stuff around them. The universe was great. Pikachu was cute. And then the kind of like plot points within, I felt like they could have just gone somewhere else and it could have been a great movie. But they just tried to like jam pack it with too much stuff. Maybe it was just the story kind of got in the way of what otherwise was like a really fun, really cool movie. Totally, that's what I thought. Yeah. But still, overall, I enjoyed it. All right. Detective Pikachu. So cute. Very cute. Very cute. The world that we want to live in. Pika Pika. Pika Pika. Is a phrase I never thought I'd say. <laughs> we are going to continue after the break. Stick around. Support for Cinebuds comes from your membership and Associated Bank. Proud supporter of Milwaukee Film. Offering support year-round through Milwaukee Film Checking. More about Associated Bank's commitment to Milwaukee Film at AssociatedBank.com slash MKEFilm. Member FDIC. Support for Cinebuzz comes from your membership and Steinhoffel's Furniture. Fourth generation family owned furniture and mattress retailer serving southeastern Wisconsin since 1934. Steinhoffel's offers leather and upholstery, dining and bedroom furniture, plus fireplaces and mattresses. Online shopping at Steinhoffel's.com. Okay. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's what I do. Right, yeah. And that. we're back. Yep. Um, uh, a little bit more into Detective Pikachu. Um, you talked a little bit about this going in, but what is your your experience with Pokemon? Uh, zero. I mean, I remember the commercials, and I remember like my gen, like it just missed my generation. Skipped it. Uh, I think it was beyond me. Yeah. So. You know, I'm peripherally aware of it. I knew what they were. 
I have drawn Pikachu. I've integrated it into my oeuvre. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> but without really much knowledge of it. But still, I do, like I said, I like those movies where there's a whole, everyone, ha- I, I'll tell you what, when I was a kid, I loved the A-Team. Yeah. The A-Team had a formula that I loved where each of the members of this group have their own special skill. Yeah. And that's, I mean, Pokemon is rife with that. I mean, you've got the different levels of them and the different, the fire ones and the water ones. And so I get it. And since they all have their own personalities, I love the duck. What was the duck one? Oh, yeah. I don't know. Because the duck, there's like a duck and it could explode if it gets stressed out. Yeah. I'm like, that's great. That's hilarious. And that's really cute and also proved very helpful. Um, but yeah, overall, I mean, I think that's the kind of thing that I enjoy. And I did enjoy the movie. I felt like uh, my experience with Pokemon going in is that I didn't have too much of an experience either. When I was a kid, everyone was obsessed with Pokemon. Right. But it never like struck me in a way that it struck literally every single one of my yeah, friends. Everyone and it, people are yeah. people when I tell people that I never like super got into Pokemon, they are straight up mad at me. Right. Um but I can't I, I was a kid, you yeah. know, I can't help what what lands and what doesn't. I think it, it, if you came into it like really loving Pokemon I don't know if it would do all that much for you I mean, you would certainly love the, it seems the reaction from Pokemon fans things. has been pretty high yeah and I, people at work I know a lot of people at work who are like who grew up on it and they know everything about it they'll start rattling them off yeah and they seem to really enjoy it it's certainly seeing all the Pokemon was cool I think that this was a strange entry point into the Pokemon <laughs> oh, yeah. universe. Oh yeah, this is it not felt, it, into the Pokemon universe. It felt like starting with the sequel. Yeah, this is you not know? intro to Pokemon, but there have been other Pokemon movies. And those are like the ones like, okay, this is where you get into the Pokemon world. This is more of like a little offshoot, like fun version. Like a, I felt like this could be a setup to you know. I was like, this is this is set up to a franchise. Yeah, you know, and I don't know if it is. It didn't like end like it was, but it has. It felt like a franchise that it was going to go into being a franchise because it had all those things that franchises have, which is this world that you get into, and the opening up of rhyme city when you go into rhyme city and they explain this world where humans live and Mm -hmm. then pokemon live and there is this one city that is called rhyme city where they all live together walking into that i was like i got no idea what is going to happen here this is cool yeah you don't know what's happening you see you like you walk in you see them all like living together and coexisting and it's like what is going to happen in this movie yeah that was so cool i loved walking into Rhyme City. Right. I love being in that universe and, uh, like, knowing a little bit about Pokemon and, sure, if you know more, you would see somebody and think, oh, that person is capable of this and this person is capable of that and that would add a lot to it. Mm. I think walking into Rhyme City was probably the most fun I had in this movie. This brings me to an important question. Yeah. Why do they call it Rhyme City? I have no idea. I'm sure that's explained somewhere. I'm sure that there Pokemon are some people, people listening right now that are like, why our, don't you know? Yeah, please write on our pages when we post this. Why is it called Rhyme City? Because I cannot be bothered to Google that. Mm-hmm. And I like human experiences. Uh, also, I will say I would like to point out my favorite part of this movie. Yeah. Uh, and one criticism. One criticism, not enough Jigglypuff. Poof, oh, not Jigglypuff. Jigglypuff. There was a great, and there was like, 
There were moments like they showed Jigglypuff and Jigglypuff is singing at, right. at a bar and the guy next to her is sleeping. Yeah. And that is like a reference to the power that Jigglypuff right. has. I, that's like one of the only things I know. And that's yeah. why I was like more of that because I don't want to be controversial. I think Jigglypuff's cuter. <laughs> what? Then Pikachu? Yeah. St- you know, start oh off. Oh my Come Lord. at me, trolls. Because I think Jigglypuff <laughs> is cuter than Pikachu. Um, but I loved, and I never heard of this one, Mr. Mime. Oh, Mr. Mime. The Mr. Mime scene, to me, and I remember from the trailer, was hilarious, and it was exactly paid off in the film like I wanted, where, again, it became a little bit more adult in that scene because they're interrogating him through mime, and at some point, uh, I guess this isn't really a spoiler, but it does t- uh, see in the movie, they pretend to pour gasoline on him to threaten him yes. because he needs to talk. And it's it's miming it. He's not really doing and it. And Justice Smith, who is the lead yeah. actor in this, does such an incredible job of yeah. miming. Yeah, yeah. He is really, really good. I was so because Mr. Mime by that. creates a box. He has to open the door, get in the box. He pours gasoline on him. They threaten to light a match until Mr. Mime talks, which he we does. Make you talk. But then they, oh the, yeah. one of the uh, brilliant point of editing, they accidentally yes, drop man. the again Just fake, man. not real match. And Mr. Mime <laughs> freaks out, and then they cut like right in the middle of that, which I think was brilliant. That was like my <laughs> that's the funniest part of the movie. That was great. Yeah. Like that. More of that. Mr. Mime movie, that's what I call for. I feel like this movie could have a bunch of spinoffs. I don't know if it yeah. should. We've talked about uh, the Muppet movie a lot on this show, but when I see these, when I when we go see like a kid's movie or a movie that's in te- like animation or something, uh-huh. I'm always hoping for the next Muppet movie, something I can really like just go, this is going to be a thing that's going to affect kids and teens for a while. And it's just, it's been a long time since I've seen a movie that I'm like, this is going to be a movie that carries forward. So I'm just, I don't know that this is it. I mean, maybe it is for Pokemon fans specifically, but I'm just looking, I can't wait to find another, another movie that kind of affects me like that. Even as an adult, I feel like I could like, oh yeah, this, this is, this is the one. It it didn't have like a rewatchable quality to where I was like, I could watch this over and over. And it also, it, it kind of laid on a lot of the framework for a lot of superhero movies, yeah. but I felt like wasn't super effective. The The villains in this, I was not convinced by. Yeah. Um, yeah, they were, that, that whole arc was pretty, I thought, obvious. When they set up the kid as being this evil, careless uh, guy, and then the father in the, he's in a wheelchair, spoiler. and he seems very, oh, yeah. Spoiler alert oh, here. Yeah. Oh, my God, are we just going into it? Yeah. I know that everyone out there is like, don't spoil Detective Pikachu for me. Hey. But you're right. No, you're 100% right. I'm spoiling yeah. it. So, spoiler alert, and now I continue. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Immediately, I thought, oh, the dad's the real, they're going to, it's just the obvious bait and switch. Like, Oh, yeah. The dad's going to be the bad they guy. They pull up, and he is like this genius who He's is too evolved. nice right away. He's too nice right away. And, uh, um, it's like in a drama when you see like this really sweet dog okay. that someone's attached to right away. You're like, something bad's going to happen to that dog. All right. Since we're spoiling it. <laughs> since we're out. Since we're here. The door. Since you, you, about Game of Thrones? You've agreed about Game of Thrones now? <laughs> yeah. You've agreed to come in. <laughs> um, I think one of my biggest, my biggest problems with this movie was like, why though? <laughs> when he. Is this just like the, the internal turmoil you're having? <laughs> no. So kind of like the big... Uh, 
What's it all about? The big deviousness that the the villain is setting up is that he can bring Pokemon and humans together. Yeah, he wants to be inside the body of he a wants Pokemon because his is broken. He wants to be inside the body of a Pokemon because his is broken. Right. I get that. Yeah. I understand that drive. Why does he want everyone else to do it? Why does he want everyone else to do it? Yeah, I was curious. like, what? They got this parade and he's like, you are like, he's combining right. all these people in Pokemon. And I'm like, what is this dude's drive? Why? That's a good point. What, who is like, <laughs> what is going on there? Like, it, yeah. it seems like an annoyance. You think if everyone. you were a villainy type of fella, you would want to be the only one with those incredible this powers. This is what I'm saying. Because he gets in the body of like the most powerful yes. Pokemon. And I totally understand that drive. But then why force everyone else yeah. to come together as Pokemon people? It is kind of weird. I just... I have no answer. I didn't understand that. I, I mean, practical answers just for this to include that spectacle in the movie, but there's no motivation for the characters. Right. Is he like... Try, I was like... I bet. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't bet. Is he trying to help him? I wonder if we watch the end again, if there's like... It's one of those things where like, I'll say one line that explains... Right. There was, I Very felt like there, vaguely why I want to do this. I felt like there was a bunch of that in this movie where kind of like at the beginning, I didn't really understand the relationship between uh, Justice Smith's character, Tim, yeah. and his dad. I was like, that relationship as well. It was like the dad loved him yeah. and wanted to be with him. But... And he loved his dad and wanted to be with him. But, but he, le he left, right? He left? It's like he, he got too absorbed in his work. Yeah. And then the, the mom left. And then it was like, it was like, there was, it was said in like the middle of a sentence that I was like, you know, eating a peanut M&M or something like that and missed. Yeah. And then it was like. Guys, what have I said a hundred times? Don't eat peanut M&Ms. You'll miss it. No, what have I said? Involved Dude. in the beautiful flavor of peanut M&M. Brought to you by Cinema. <laughs> yes. Um, it just felt like that. I didn't yeah. understand that relationship where they like, they loved each other, but there was like some miscommunication where they, and then he was like crying and I was like, why is he, I don't understand why he's crying. I'm not yeah. involved in this. <clears throat> I can see how people out there might be going, uh, guys, why are you putting so much thought into a movie for kids? But here's what I say. This is not a movie for kids. That's well, true. it is it is for kids, but I guarantee the bulk of this audience, at least 50% of this audience, are t late 20s. Totally. Because this is when, this is the group that, like, everyone I know who knows everything about Pokemon are between 25 and 30. Yes, absolutely. And they're the ones seeing this movie. Totally. So it, that was everyone who's in the theater. There's no kids in my theater. Exactly, same. Yeah. And I'm thinking the people who, uh, you know, what, you know, if you're a fan, you're going to enjoy it for that reason, but- since it is a movie, to be practically speaking, for adults, right? Uh, you know, you're gonna have to, you're gonna see the holes in it. If it was for kids, you'd be less, kind of less picky. Yeah, like and I now, wasn't for penguins. And that was but. also, <laughs> it was also there was a trailer for Aladdin, and I oh, saw yeah. Detective Pikachu with my brother, and I was like, "Who are these movies for? Yeah, who are these live action Disney remakes for?" And he was like, "They're for us, man." Yeah, yeah, you're right. He was like they're for us who watched them when we were kids, and are because I was like, I the reason that I loved Aladdin and watched it a million times growing up, um, it was because it was so like you know, fanciful and strange yeah. and, and animated funny. and fun for kids to watch. And he was like, no, these are for, 
for us. And I was like, this is why I hate these. See, this is, and it brings me back to my point about I'm waiting for the next Muppet movie. Uh. And I'm going to wait a long time because these studios, they're going to make plenty of money off of these live action remakes because they ha- only because they have the power of the stars and they have a lot of money and they're going to promote they just know the crap that we're going to see them. In the well, theater. yeah, they're going to force us to see them. <laughs> However, they're, they are already and will continue to fall flat because they're essentially ruining our memories of these films that we loved. Yeah. You can't recreate the magic of those movies with a live action you lesser version of no. each of these classics. And they're spending all their money and all their time, none of their creativity, on making these movies while we're waiting for like a Dark Crystal or a Willy Wonka or a uh-huh. Muppet movie. I'm or mad at Toy you. Toy Story 4. Or a toy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Look, Toy Story 3 was shockingly good for Dude, a, I am here for Toy Story for 4. For a three movie. For a movie that is the third movie. How did that end up so good? Stop pushing your luck. I You did it. Now stop doing that because it's not going to hit every time. No, I am here for Toy Story 4. Are I you? Did, yes. The I trailer think that, makes me mad, but continue. I, I'm in for it because like the trailer... The trailer for Toy Story 4, now we've gone yep. way off the rails, but we're doing it. Cinnabon's the tra- nights. <laughs> the, the trailer for Toy Story 4 is like the spork doesn't want to be a toy. Sure. And so it seems to be this like moral question of what is the role of a t- It's like existential, you know, ex- it's existence. But they, you know? they have that theme in every one of those movies so far. But this is one where like a toy does not want yeah. to be a toy, yeah. which it, which we have not explored yet. And I was like, this is the space that can only exist when you're on the fourth part of yeah. a franchise. You can't get into Toy Story <laughs> with this concept and do, you know, what Start is existence. Start out with who am I and why have I been made. <laughs> right? And so I was like, man... And every Toy Story has been excellent. Toy Story 3 was like, they're not just churning them out. <laughs> no, this I know. is thoughtful. I was like, this is, we I'm have reached you, the playful, weird place that I luck. am here for on the Toy Story <laughs> franchise. I, sorry, really hit me. The toy does not want to be a toy. And I thought Toy Story 4 colon kill me would be. <laughs> that's, that's where we're oh, at. Which is what it looks like. It's this Frankenstein toy that's like, someone put me down. <laughs> Dude, that is what it is. <clears throat> yeah. I cannot wait to see it. <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah. Just to I, keep getting weirder, Toy Story. That's before. true. I mean. Right. Every single episode of Cinnabon should end with us railing against live action <laughs> remakes of Disney movies. <laughs> I've Yeah. I've been so angry about kids' movies we, lately. We got a lot to say. We should, we're going to do like a, we, we do a whole episode yeah, we where should. we watch Aladdin. No. The worst I of the worst. I refuse. <laughs> you watch them and I will comment on them having not seen them See, far the more accurately. the thing is that I keep watching them. Yeah. Because why? Don't why do I do them... it? But I'm like, that. they know this. They know that I will see it. That's it. No, because, whether because I hate it. Or no. because I want to see it, because I, I, they, you know, they just know that I the will. The next spend episode money to of Cinnabuds is going to be about the Illuminati lizard wizards and how they control our brains. Yes, and get <laughs> us to see all these live action remakes. Yeah, if you want me to chain you to a radiator when those movies come out, I will. Please, don't do open it. the door, no matter what you hear. I mm-hmm. can do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> next episode. We're talking about classics. 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 We're going to do classic starter packs. Stood the test of time. Stood the test of time. How we got into them. 
maybe entry points. Classics is next week. Thank you for um, going on this journey through Pikachu and into Toy Story. Did 4. not know it was <laughs> going to be such a roller coaster. <laughs> Cinebuds is edited by DJ Kenny Perez. Frank, 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 Frank. Uh, we get handcrafted sonic inspiration from the License Lab. Oh, thanks, License Lab. Our theme song is from Milwaukee musician Brad Newski. Never heard of him. We get support from Associated Bank and Steinhoffel's Furniture. That is very kind of you. We also get support from our members from Milwaukee Film and 88.9 Radio Milwaukee. Yay! And you, thank you for listening. Yeah, that's nice of you, too. Uh, you can find us anywhere you listen to podcasts. It's in the buds. All right, Classics is next week. Is next week. <laughs> <laughs> listen to it. All right, thank you. <laughs>